The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of homegrown, on-demand audio to help you look to God daily. You can listen to Faith and Fostering with Christians chatting about foster care in an Australian context. Plus, be encouraged by Pastor Terry Nightingale's four-minute devotions with new episodes added each week in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Life. It took a lot to get to where you are today, good and bad. Every time that I became disappointed in God's plan for me, every time that I became angry with God, that I could not get my own way, I could not get my plan, I look back and realize how foolish it is. As I look back, I find myself thanking God every single day that He did not allow me to have my plan. You see, in the long run, His plan is far superior. In the long run, His plan is far better. In the long run, as we say in hindsight, I am so grateful that He blocked my plans and stopped me from going the way I want to go because His is much better. That's pastor and author Dr. Michael Youssef being honest and transparent as he passionately proclaims uncompromising truth on Leading the Way. Think back to the prayers you whispered along life's way. What would have happened if that all been answered like you wanted? Certainly, they would have saved you a lot of frustration and anger because you knew best, right? Today, Dr. Yusuf reminds you that frustration doesn't have to happen if you understand now that God's plans are sometimes different, but always better than your plans. I need this today. Listen with me to Dr. Michael Yusuf on today's Leading the Way. Today, I want to talk to you about what you do when you discover that God's plan for your life is different from yours. What to do when direction in life takes on a sudden detour that you have not planned on. What you do when your expectations hit the wall. What you do when your strategic thinking does not lead you into the desired direction. Now, I want you to turn with me to the book of Acts. I'm going to show you an example from the Scripture. Back, book of Acts, chapter 16. Because here you're going to find the Apostle Paul is in one of those situations where he sees his plan is being replaced by God's plan. Paul had just begun his second missionary journey. As you know, he made three missionary journeys. This is the beginning of his second one. And he was taking Timothy with him, training him for the work of the ministry. And Paul discovers, after he went to some Asian cities, he was ready to go to Bithynia. And God said no. (laughs) Now, I am personally convinced. (laughs) Paul probably said to himself, wait a minute, Lord. I prayed about this. (laughs) Lord, I know this is the way to go. Uh, Lord, I made all the arrangements. We, we, We took care of all the details. We have done all of our strategic planning. We have done all of our thinking. We have done all of our plans. And we know our heart is now set on us going to Bethania with the team because there we're going to have a great time. People are anticipating us. The plans are in place. Lord, I need to go to Bethania. That's the plan we planned. 
But God said no. Have you ever heard God say no to you? <laughs> yeah, many times, right? Lord, I want that. And God says no. Well, you don't hear his voice. But God keeps closing doors. And he says, God, why? I thought this is the way we're supposed to go. And God shuts the door. He says, I am closing the door to Bithynia because I want you to go to Troas. Now, we are not told exactly why the Spirit of Jesus said no to Bithynia, but yes to Troas. When Paul had no plans of going to Troas. And while in reality we cannot speculate, but as we look back at 2,000 years of history, I'm going to show you (laughs) the bigger picture of God in mind. But my beloved friends, I want you to hear me right on this one. God does not always make sense to us. He really doesn't. (laughs) I already told you, two, three, three or four major events in my life when God absolutely did not make sense, when his plan did not make sense to me. But he made perfect sense to himself. (laughs) And the way I'm learning now in my old age that the best way to honor God is to say, Lord, what is taking place in my life is baffling to me. Lord, what is taking place in my life is not what I really have chosen for myself. Lord, what is taking place in my life is painful to me, and God doesn't get upset about that. Lord, what is taking place in my life is confusing to me. Oh, but Lord, I know. I know that you are working all things, all things to my good and your glory. But here's part of the problem. Here's part of the problem. For us here in the Western culture, in America particularly, part of the problem is that we really are short-sighted. <laughs> and we're really short-sighted. I mean, look at the average business. They do quarterly plans, right? I mean, they have quarterly reports. I mean, everybody will be hanging around the financial news to find out what the quarter did. But we just think in terms of quarters. Or even annual. <laughs> but that's short-sightedness. God does not operate on a quarterly basis. God does not operate on an annual basis. I know our businesses do. God does not produce a quarterly report or an annual report. God operates on the basis of the long haul. And I said, I can testify to you that every time I became disappointed with God, every time that I became disappointed with God's direction in my life, every time that I became disappointed God's plan for me, every time that I would become angry with God, that I could not get it my own way, I could not get my plan, I look back and realize how foolish it is. As I look back, I find myself thanking God every single day that he did not allow me to have my plan. You see, in the long run, his plan is far superior. In the long run, his plan is far better. In the long run, as we say in hindsight, I am so grateful that he blocked my plans and stopped me from going the way I want to go because his is much better. Bethany and Troas are not anywhere near each other. They're not just next door. They were far apart culturally. They were far apart linguistically. They were far apart in every other way. And Paul said, Lord, I made plans to go to Bethany. And God said, no, you're not going to do that. (laughs) It's Troas, Paul. I'm convinced that he and the team were perplexed. They really, I have no doubt they were anxious 
Because this is new territory for them. They've never been there before. This is something new for them. I have no doubt that they were apprehensive. I have no doubt that they were asking God, why is this God? Why are you doing this? Why Troas when Bithynia just looks so good? (laughs) Have you ever been in a situation where you have been so perplexed at God's direction in your life? Have you looked back at this past year and you said to yourself, Lord, that's not where I plan to be by now. I thought by this time in my life, Lord, I'll be here, not there. (laughs) Oh, but listen, it was only when Paul actually got to Troas was he even beginning to understand what God was doing and why God, the Spirit of Jesus, stopped them from going here and asked them to go there. Verse 9, during the night, that's in Troas, (laughs) they already traveled for days, And they got there, and when they got there, during the night, in Troas, not in Bithynia, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, come over to Macedonia and help us. You see, sometimes God works by closing a door. Other times, he works by opening a door. Other times... He just lets you sweat it out (laughs) and wait. Sometimes he works by placing a dead block in front of you that you don't understand. Why? It was only the shortest point. Why, Lord, are you taking me the scenic route? (laughs) Have you been in the scenic route? Now, I'll tell you what, something. Guys, you will understand this. I I know you will understand this. At least most of you will. Have you ever driven with your wife somewhere... (laughs) And you are so anxious to get to your destination. And then your wife says, let's go to the scenic route. Scenic route? (laughs) Look out for cops. (laughs) I want to get there. That's how we guys think. I mean, look, we we want to get to our destination. Forget about the scenic route. But that's how God works sometimes. He said, I want to take you through the scenic route. Because only through that scenic route you're going to discover some things that you will never be able to discover in your life unless you get there. I know, Paul, you plan to go to Bithynia, but I'm taking you to Troas. And I don't know what your Bithynia is. See, your Bithynia and your Bithynia and your Bithynia and mine are very different. Your plan and your plan is different from mine. We all have different plans. And that's your Bithynia. But God's plan for you always to take you to Troas, his Troas, whatever that is for you. Look again at Acts 16. Paul was focusing on Asia. He's going to this Asian city, this Asian city. But God was thinking of Europe. And this is the gateway to Europe. Remember again, God is seeing all of history as if it happened in front of him. Not just the next quarter. Not just the next year. He's seeing all of history in front of him. And God is concerned about your eternity. Not just today or tomorrow, but he's concerned about that too. God is concerned about all of the span of your life. Not just a year or two. And God keeps all of that in his mind. And that is part of God's plan for the life of the believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. He is seeing the beginning from the end, and he knows exactly how it's going to work out. And while this roadblock that God has placed in Paul's way was baffling to him, 
And yet, it was one of the most important events in history. I'm going to explain that to you. Paul did not know at that time that God has a bigger vision. He's thinking in terms of thousands of years, hundreds of years, not just a few years. What do I mean by that? You see, God knew that Asia Minor, which is now modern-day Turkey, was going to fall in the hand of the, of the Muslims. There's going to be Islamic land. But God's plan was for Europe, for a period of time, to become the center of Christianity. So that Christianity would not die with the rise of Islam. That his message and the preaching of the gospel would not come to an end. You see, God's plan continued to unfold. And we saw how Europe became the center of Christianity. And when that went to pots in the 1800s and the 1900s, God already had planned 200 years earlier by a group of godly Europeans to come on a boat in a place called Plymouth Rock. In order that America become the center of the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For how long it's going to be, I don't know. But at least... That's how God was planning things in his big plan. And as you come under his authority, as as you come under his plan, and as you obey his will, he's going to use you. You say, well, yeah, little old me, what am I in terms of world history? It is not little old, old you. It is you, the child of the living God. You are a daughter. You are a son of the living God. And he has a plan for your life. And it is far more important than you can imagine. Whatever you are. Whatever you are, whatever you do, God has you there for a purpose. Amen. You see, Paul was puzzled, but God was not. Paul may have been perplexed, but God was not. To Paul, God did not make sense. Oh, but God made perfect sense to himself. And the same thing with you, my beloved friend. When you submit to his will And to his plan, you might not like what he's doing. You might not appreciate what he's doing. You might not agree with what he's doing. Uh, You might even want to resist what God is doing in your life. But God has a plan for you, and it is perfect in the long run. When God stops you from going to Bethania, whatever it may be to you, it is because your blessings are in Troas. See, you think your blessing's in, a, in Bethania. No, no, no. God says, no, your blessing is in Troas. But that's not all. In Troas, God had a Macedonian vision for Paul. He did not tell him that before he got there. You see, God doesn't tell you everything before you obey the first step. When you say, yes, Lord, and you take the first step, he said, okay, now I'm going to show you the second one, then the third one, then the fourth one. He is interested in seeing you doing, taking the first step in obedience, and then the next step. And then he unfolds it, and he unfolds it. And Paul did not know what God is about to do until he got to Troas. Once he said, okay, Spirit of Jesus, you have stopped me. Now you're opening this door. I'm going to go in obedience to you. God says, okay, now I'm not going to even let you wait for several days. I'm going to let you see it right away. There in Troas was the Macedonian vision. In Troas, God has a better and greater blessing than Paul could ever imagine. In Troas, God has a greater purpose than Paul could ever imagine. So please, please, please stop kicking and screaming. 
I know from first-hand experience, there are many, many sands in my life where you can see my heels being dragged. <laughs> You'll see the marks of those heels as the Lord dragged me to his plan. Stop kicking and screaming long enough to discover God's plan for your life. And it's going to be one step at a time. It would take me a long time to tell you about all the events that I've referred to already. But you and I and Paul are not alone in this. If you read any of the biographies of the men and women of God, you will see how when they submitted to the will of God in their life, God changed their plans. Even though their hearts were set on something, God changed it. And by that change came the blessing that they never could have dreamed of. You're going to discover if you read as, as many biographies, and I love to read the biographies of these great men and women of God. I love to read how they were perplexed in the moments in their life, in the way God is closing doors in their faces, and they couldn't understand why is God doing this. Many of them have confessed that, and I thank God for their honesty because that encourages me. It encourages you. Some of them were confused at the time and went through a confusing time. David Livingston had his heart so set on going to China, but God closed that door and sent him to Africa. He didn't want to go to Africa. William Carey, the founder of the great missionary movement that has started all missions 200 plus years ago, he had his heart set on going to Polynesia, but God said, no, you need to go to India. He couldn't understand. He was confused for a period of time. Judson was determined to go to India, but God said, no, you go to Burma. G. Campbell Morgan, the founder of the Westminster Chapel, was one of the great expositors in the early 1900s. He applied for ministry in the Methodist ministry, and he was turned down. He was so devastated. He was so discouraged. He was literally ready to walk out on the faith itself. He wrote his father one word cable. (laughs) Rejected. And in his diary he, he writes, For that day, very dark. Everything seems still. He knows best. Today, there are not too many preachers around the world who would not have one or two or more commentaries or, or books by G. Campbell Morgan on their shelves. Had he gone into the Methodist ministry, probably we never heard of him. But God's plan was for him to go and found the Westminster Chapel in order to have the impact that he had. But you may say, well, you know, you only give me an example of preachers and missionaries. Let me give you a second example. Whistler, the famous artist, he wanted so desperately to be an army general. <laughs> he really did. And he enrolled at West Point. But he didn't pass his chemistry exam. And he used to say later, he said, if silicon had been a gas, (laughs) I would have been a major general. (laughs) (laughs) Then he tried a couple of other things and he failed miserably before he discovered that he could paint. Of course, we all know the famous painting of his mother. Someone put it this way. Let me read it to you. God leads us on by the path we do not know. Upward he leads, though our steps be slow. Though oft we faint and falter on the way. Though storms and darkness obscure the day. Yet when the clouds 
are gone. We know that he leads us on. Can you look back at the past year and say, Lord, certainly that was not what I planned for my life. That is not what I planned for myself. Lord, certainly that was not where I thought I would be. Lord, certainly that is not what I would have chosen for myself. But I refuse to be discouraged because your plan is far superior. Your plan is far better. Even though it may be perplexing at times, even though it may be confusing at times, even though it may be difficult at times. But when the clouds are lifted, you'll be able to recognize the wisdom of God's choice, the superiority of his plan, the significance of his caring for you. God is not the author of evil, but God, for his children and his children alone, can take those bad things, those evil things, the difficult things, and he can turn them around in his economy, and he can bring good out of it for you and for your good and for his glory. Amen. Amen. But there may be someone here today who does not know the Lord Jesus Christ as his Savior and friend and Lord. Those promises are only for those whose faithful children. But today, you can come and receive him as Savior. That's your first step. You cannot appropriate all of the promises that God has for his children until you become one of his children. And today you can do that. You're listening to Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Get questions answered about Jesus when you visit ltw.org slash Jesus. Well, that's all for today, but plan to listen to the next Leading the Way with pastor, author, and international Bible teacher, Dr. Michael Youssef. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.